This is Konzenshu, the podcast, episode 319 for the week of December 23rd, 2012. Yo, heya, us, welcome to Konzenshu, the podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Konzenshu. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. I just realized that it's just you and I, I don't need these headphones. I'm gonna take those off and styling. throw them on the floor. I don't actually need them. My name is Mike Vegito EX, and I welcome back to the show a one Miss Mary. Hi. Howdy there. How you doing, yo? Good. Seems like there's a lot to talk about. Oh my god, there's so much to talk about. This is a jam-packed extravaganza of an episode. You and I are going to cover, I hesitate to say a week's worth of news. It's, it is. I'm looking at your site right now, and it's been a week, and all this stuff happened. Yes. My point, however, is that it's a month's worth of news, it feels like, this the amount of it and the quality of crammed into this one span of a one single week. I what's, go, what's going on? What is going on? So, Mary, you and I are going to cover the news Let's, and then we will bid adieu to you. Adieu to me. Adieu to you. Joining me this episode for our topic will be a one Mr. Herms, who we have not heard from in many, many months, along with moderator extraordinaire Kaboom. We are diving in to Gohan's hair this episode. Oh my god, Gohan's hair. So, like, my least favorite hairstyle is the bowl cut. Okay. And my favorite hairstyle you, you is... think you're being so clever right now. So many I people... I am. You mean to tell me I'm not... Already made those jokes on Twitter. It's nice to I'm tracking with people, <laughs> yeah, despite right. being so disconnected. <laughs> you're, uh, yeah, you're right there with everyone. Uh, the big question is, why does Gohan seemingly turn Super Saiyan in the new upcoming Battle of Gods movie? Not seemingly. We've seen in the trailer that he absolutely does. So we dove back into every piece of the series, the manga, the TV adaptation, the guidebooks, Dragon Ball GT, guidebooks for Dragon Ball GT, and uh, extra stuff as well. We debated, we questioned, we analyzed, we kind of threw our heads up against walls, up against desks, and came to, um, well, I'm not going to spoil it. It's a fantastic conversation. That is our topic this week, Gohan's hair and why or maybe why not it should or should not be gold as we move forward into Battle of Gods. Uh, Mary, do you have any predictions on what it came down to? Oh, all I have... What my take would be? All right, what's your take? Fine. Well, okay, my take would be it don't matter. It don't it, matter. It, it don't matter. No. Okay. It, it it it's a movie, so automatically it's like kind of separate from everything else that is official, and probably the creators forgot. I, I always I always fall back on that. It's like, oops, they forgot. That's that's it. All that's right, my take. Thank you. I for just your spoiled take. your whole episode for you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. The entire thing's done. All right, you ready to talk about news? All right, let's do it. It has been a jam-packed week. We're going to talk about news that has already kind of come and gone, but I think it's good to cover it for the sake of being comprehensive. Jump Festa 13, kind of misleading because 13, but it's still 2012. That's how it works. Jump Festa is in December of whatever year, and it gets titled with the upcoming year 
in its name. So Jump Festa 13 took place December 2012. We knew a lot of stuff was going to happen there with Dragon Ball, of course, with Battle of Gods. Uh, we learned, Mary, you saw the fantastic super collaboration ticket that a one Mr. Julian did pick up for I did. us. Very excited about that. Uh, if you did not get a chance to grab that ticket on that day, Jump Festa, if you were attending, was going to have advanced tickets for Battle of Gods, uh, specifically, not you know, in collaboration with One Piece. You could pick up single tickets for adults and university students, and there were also children tickets. They were slightly different in price. Uh, but you could also get a parent and a child ticket paired together for 2,000 yen, so just over 20 bucks there. That's I think that's pretty good. It is. For the cost of a movie. That's like what it would cost here. Not too bad. So there you go. And uh, if you got any of those advanced tickets, you receive two original postcards, which we do have pictured on the homepage of the site. I love the Christmas one. Yeah, there's kind of that standard battle of gods one with uh, character art, but then there is Goku on Kinto and Merry Christmas. That's a great Aww, little card. I would there. want to send that out to people as my holiday card. It's very cute. Very cute. So uh, that was Jump Festa stuff, but we're continuing with Jump Festa because before the event itself, we learned the final details about who exactly was going to be there for the Battle of Gods panel. Let me give you the rundown here, this, this list of people, and you, you have to name all of them, who they are. Okay. okay? Toshio Furukawa. It's Piccolo. All right. We have Masako Nozawa. Oh, Goku and Gohan and Goten. We have Mayumi Tanaka. We had, here's, no looking at the screen. I'm not, I'm looking at you, you I'm looking at you. Okay, we had Masahiro Husada, not a voice actor. Is he an animator? No. A character designer? No. A director? Yes, of? The movie? The upcoming movie, right? (laughs) We had Akio Ioku. Also not a voice actor. You're not going to know this one. Is it one of the new characters, maybe, say you? No, it's not Dragon Ball specific. You're not going to know this one. I don't know then. Uh, Editor-in-chief of V-Jump and Psycho-Jump. So, makes sense because V-Jump and Psycho-Jump have been heavily Dragon Ball this past year. We also had, here's an interesting name, Gyarmath Bogdan. That doesn't sound Japanese to me. (laughs) Toei Animation Producer, so we had there. Uh, But also, it was going to be overseen. You always have to have this moderator person at the panel. We had uh, former YBS TV announcer, Mariko Nakagomi. I'm sure Julian knows exactly who that is. I have no clue. Uh, Battle of Gods panel, one of those deals where it's free to attend, but very, very limited attendance. So I'm sure people were lined up early. Not a whole lot of revelations came out of this panel. Uh, We're, of course, going by Japanese fan responses on Twitter, on 2Channel and all that stuff. It sounds like a couple things that were revealed. Toriyama had just a message for the audience that Nozawa read, which was great. Just a general, I hope the movie, you know, meets expectations, worked really hard on it, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But maybe more interestingly, it sounds like the celebration that appears to be happening, that even we'll get to in a little bit, everyone's got glasses in their hands, what's going on? Why is everyone together? Uh, May, in fact, be a birthday party for a one woman with short blue hair. So that is kind of exciting to see where that's going to go in the movie. Even if it's interrupted, which mm-hmm. it seems like is going to happen. And you know she's going to throw a shit fit. <laughs> you think so? You're talking on my birthday? <laughs> this is <laughs> a very nerd. important event. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, people were kind of theorizing early on, maybe the celebration could have been perhaps a shower or an actual wedding for two characters, Gohan and Videl. Would you have liked that? That didn't even cross my mind. No? That would have been awesome, though. Been awesome. That would have been... The, the producers, I think, thinking a little bit more about the timeline rather than just being generically, oh, it's someone's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. I think if they thought a little harder about in-universe stuff, uh-huh. you could have easily have swung that in there. It, right. It's a shame they didn't go that route. I would have 
just love to have seen that. And what's interesting is we do have this vague period. It's several years after the defeat of Boo, but several years before the 28th Tenka Ishibudokai. So Pan is, oh my God, how old is she? She's only, I don't even want to say it. And I, oh, I know. Four? No, nah, is she four? I don't think so. She's either so. three or four. Okay, she's around there. I think it was Bra that got two different dates in Daisenshu 7. That's the one that's up in the air. She definitely has. So just thinking about wedding and when they might have a child, it could fit. It could very easily fit, but instead it looks like we have a birthday party. Hmm. Okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> Next thing we have here, uh, very shortly after that, because... You know, you get one thing going and the rest of it kind of follows suit, was a press packet was sent out to Japanese press promoting Battle of Gods, uh, an updated version of the poster. Yet again, same kind of stuff really in there, though, uh, kind of had an updated tagline, the strongest clash. And it's very similar to what's what there has been before. But it also adds in Frieza, Cell and Majin Buu. There is a being that transcends them all. Ooh, ominous sounding. Very nice, very nice. And they're kind of pimping them up to be something big. They are, and we're going to get to that shortly. But uh, they're, uh, in addition to just the poster, there was also a flip side with some character descriptions, bios, standard stuff for all the other characters. But we do have new characters and also three returning characters that I want to highlight. Mary, if you could start here, I'm going to have you play, uh, I don't know, the narrator promotional person okay am i reading all three of these yeah. or just the last well one? no we're gonna do all three i will introduce them for you first up could you tell us who Bidusu is a god who governs destruction maintaining the world's balance once his wrath is incurred he'll destroy nearby planets in life and is a being feared even by the kayo and kaioshin uh-oh shit's going down all right next up we have Uisu. a mysterious man working in lead with Bidusu. so we have confirmation Lucky. of man. Well, no, 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 I don't know, because I think he's the one really in Ooh, charge. Ooh, a puppet master. Yes, but... Uh, I like the sound of that. And then finally, oh, I yes. love this. This is awesome. Peel off shoe and Mai. Love it. Small-time villains who plot to use the Dragon Balls to take over the world, but their plans are thwarted by Goku and company, as usual. As usual. Per as the per norm. the norm. Yes. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, how that all plays out. And then tied in with this, uh, they did release a couple of screenshots. All of them are from no the trailer like already. No aged, though. I mean, I'm looking at that poster. A couple of them, you know, they gave them different hairdos, which is great. Uh-huh. But if this is supposed to be... Like well, it's uh, several years after, and then several years before. I so think, Goten and Trunks look yeah, the same. That's age. what you're honing in on. But I want to see new character designs for Slightly both of them. older. I would have just shit my pants. And in between would have been really yes. nice. They would have been like what 10, 11, 12, like uh, yeah. tween age. Yeah. Tween age. Goten and Trunks would be fucking hilarious. Just awkward looking and everything. Have Trunks not be cute for once. Be awesome. <laughs> it's Trunks. The Give them braces years. or something. Anyway, so um, I mean, they're just shots from the trailer, which had leaked. We'll, we'll get to that and then uh, we'll return to it. The next thing, V-Jump, comes out on the 21st of every month and this just news, 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 all in this one issue. It was kind of it was, it was a tough day to cover things because Julian had to run out and get the magazine and then come back and start translating with me over iMessage. And then I'm working on one update. He's working on another update. Just craziness. Uh, the biggest news from VJump, I think, is kind of twofold, uh, maybe even threefold, because two of these tie back into this other thing. I guess let's start with what I consider the more minor one. And that's there's going to be a traveling Dragon Ball themed exhibition being held in three different cities. Of course, this ties in with Battle of Gods. It's called, uh, they're 
they're building it up as a public movie celebration event. Akira Toriyama, the world of Dragon Ball Grand Exhibition, a super project filled with the charm of Dragon Ball, such as serialization manuscripts and color illustration exhibits. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, it's going to be from the 27th of March to the 15th of April uh, in, in Tokyo. Tokyo. And then Osaka, hopefully we can get Julian over to this one, April 17th to April 23rd. And then in Nagoya from July 27th to September 1st. Wow, it's really not in Osaka for that long. No, and then there's a big break there between the Osaka and the Nagoya one. So that's kind of interesting. Also, it does note that the next issue of V-Jump, which would be the March 2013 issue, which would come out no January 21st, will have more information about the exhibit. So this is kind of the pre-announcement. Get excited for this. But tying in with the excitement over exhibits and new things, we have two, I'm going to consider them major announcements, a full colored re-release of the manga, at least certain portions of the manga. We'll get to that shortly. And then a new series of guidebooks, the Chosen Shoe. That's incredible. It is Here's my concern. Yes. I'm having my doubts about them keeping their shit together lately. I'm really worried about new guidebooks, uh, not retconning, but but maybe messing up information. Uh, I'm just worried about like stories changing from one issue or Uh one set of guidebooks to a new set of guidebooks. Oh, I want to know like how comprehensive these are. Sure. And I can tell you that in the past, they've been very good about that. There have only been the tiniest little things here and there and sometimes will be within the same book rather than from book to book things like uh that was mentioning earlier bra's age was i think in daizenshu 7 jake could explain this better uh was labeled as two different years but then the gt perfect files just went with one of those dates and it's been consistent since then hmm. uh, a lot of the guidebooks the super exciting guides recycle just information verbatim from the daizenshu and then the extreme battle collection books almost entirely just recycled information so it will be interesting i guess we'll stick with this for a while to see what these chosenshu turn into uh new information new information about the movie how the plot came to be that kind of stuff i do want to toss out there and i know that in the update we last heard this word chosenshu back in i think it was 2008 that 13 cd collection of music i thought this phrase sounded familiar that was initially um publicized, promoted as the Chosen Shoe. It was um, retitled by the time it came out to just Dragon Ball Z Complete Song Collection Box. So we have heard this word before, but I think this is uh, a formal title for these guidebooks. Do have information, though, about the uh, full-colored manga. Which is also kind of crazy. So it it's is. not going to be black and white anymore. It'll be recolored. Yes, it is newly colored. And I'm assuming that previously colored chapters will either be the same or recolored wow, or something really like that. make it feel more like an American comic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the drawings aren't changing. But right. Just, that's a luxury that most... I, I can't think of any mm. manga that have come out. I think Saint Seiya has gone through something similar. Someone okay. pointed out in the forum. So there is precedent for this kind of thing. But uh, yeah, for Dragon Ball, we've had the Animanga, which was screenshots from the TV version put into a comic. This is completely different. Here's the interesting thing. Yes, a full-colored manga re-release, starting with the Saiyan arc and covering at least the Saiyan and the Frieza arcs. That's all we know right now. Uh, the three Saiyan arc volumes will be released February 4th, same day as that first Chosenshu. And then five Frieza arc volumes will be released on April 4th. So this isn't a re-release of the manga if they're starting from the Saiyan arc. Right. That kind of 
it sucks. I, mean, I imagine it was a lot of work to do this. I'm sure. But they're just capturing on the Z fame that's going on they right about now. It's really, I mean, Z was always the most popular in Japan, but I feel like starting with Kai, they're kind of putting everything else on hold. Kai was different. It was the 20th anniversary of Z specifically for its TV version. So that kind of made sense. But they're so heavily sticking with Z. I'm very curious to see if we hit any other milestones for like the actual beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. Will they celebrate that in an in interesting, so. fun way? Well, they should because then it's more opportunities to market. Yeah. And peddle Different more merchandise. Things. Like this is crazy. We're at the end of 2012 and all this news is hitting. Right. Like, right. It doesn't end. Yeah. Which is great. Yes. Um, and then just tied in with this as Julian finally got his hands on it and we got to see the rest of the pages here. It does say that the Chozenshu will be a four volume set of illustrated reference books that quote, here's the only quote we know. This is the only thing we know. Tell everything about Dragon Ball. End quote. That sounds like a really bad Google search phrase. Yeah, right. <laughs> we get those kinds of things. Like looking at your, your referral traffic yeah. and seeing what search phrases people put. Tell everything about Dragon Ball. And if they find your site, then great. That's great. But yes. that's really, that's funny language. Well, we do have dates for them. February 4th, March 4th, April 4th, May 9th. <laughs> Some kind of a weird one there. I don't know why they February, can't do May March, 4th. April, May. That's yep. good. So very nice. Uh, no one's going to offer pre-order yet. We'll, of course, let you know when they Put up links. do come up. Mary, uh, let's stop here before we go back to Battle of Gods. So we've got new manga, new guidebooks. Mm-hmm. Which of those, because obviously we can't attend the exhibition. Julian's going to have to be our proxy there. So of these two new things that have been announced, which are you more excited about? I'm cautiously excited about both. Yeah. Like I, I would be more excited about the manga re-release if it was a true re-release and they were starting from so the, beginning. the beginning. But I do think it's super cool that they're doing this. I just feel like, oh, poor Dragon Ball is getting the shaft. Oh, so that kind of knocks it down a few pegs in my here, book. Here, hold on. Let, let's pause with the manga. Here's a really interesting thing. For some period of time, Shueisha over in Japan did have a fully colored re-release of the manga that they were releasing digitally on their website. Oh, really? So I feel like that does exist somewhere. Maybe they'll go back and print it. Maybe. I'm hoping. It prints money. So that, just wanted to say that did, that did exist. It's around, but now this is a print product starting mm. with C. Okay, so then over to the guidebooks. You're and the guidebooks, I'm like, unless it offers something new, it's hard to be super excited about it, pun intended. Yes. Um, I would expect that pun from everyone on the show. So what do you want? Do you want interviews do you want in-universe backstory from Toriyama interviews with other production uh, yeah all that stuff that we haven't seen before so let me give you this it, uh, that's why I feel like I would be more interested in that with an asterisk only if we knew for sure what was going to be in it okay otherwise I'll, I'll give it to the manga let me give you the, the classic example because we're all hoping it ties in with Battle of Gods was back in the super exciting guides the information about the Makayo the Makayoshin the Shinjin how they turn into the Kaioshin and there's this opposing bad evil force that they go away and okay we're hoping that ties in with Battle of Gods is that the type of Toriyama inspired information you would like to see or is that the kind of thing that you could kind of take here to leave it uh, no that's exactly the kind of stuff I would want to see is. okay who else would you want to learn about or see more about it's tricky because I feel like everything there is to know about the universe we know already maybe it would be cute if they tied in any of the Dragon Ball Online stuff because if that's yeah. somehow canon now like put it officially in one of these guides open up a can of worms I know I one am word. I am I am oh I don't know if it is I mean I don't know this stuff I don't follow it I just there's no such thing as canon that's hilarious so you're telling me this word doesn't exist in the dictionary that's not what I said <laughs> 
Uh, and we'll talk about that in our topic a little bit as well. Um, so Dragon Ball Online stuff. See, Dragon Ball Online is mainly Korea. I don't know how much the Japanese fans have embraced Dragon Ball. Well, they hate I, Korea. I, well, I actually don't know if there's a Japanese... I don't think there's a Japanese port of Dragon Ball Online. There's a Chinese port hmm. that at least was in the works. Uh, there's a Taiwanese port. So Dragon Ball Online is kind of hanging out there. It's so rich with information, too, that we just don't have in a oh. language that any of us can read. Oh, poo. Poo. All right. So now we're pulling back over to Battle of Gods. This is still all in this issue of V-Jump. It's crazy. Firing on all cylinders here, this issue. Uh, it was just a two-page spread, again, promotional for the movie. Uh, they kind of broke it down to these five mysteries about the movie and they're all the standard is this what this could be kind of, but there's some fun statements here and there uh mary you're gonna read the mysteries for us okay so oh, mystery God. number one this just, sounds like it's so written for a five-year-old uh yes it is take it away uh, target audience uh mystery one the character clashing with goku what on earth could his identity be a warrior grappling with goku with a look of composure trying to hide something this creature is the genuine god who governs destruction Bidi Sue. Gives okay. you nothing. Wow. Description of what's in the picture. I guess if you haven't been following the news. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So then we go down to number two here. Mystery. Not really a mystery. They've been saying this since it was announced. Yeah. All these are kind of like a jip, but we'll see. Uh, mystery two. When is the story set? A few years after the deadly battle with Majin Buu. It also seems to be a few years before the final episode of Z. Just that it also appears to be. We're not going to concretely say exactly mm -hmm. which year this takes place in. All right. So then we're down to mystery number three here. Mystery three in the middle of a heated battle. And yet they're holding everyone's holding a toasting glass in their hands. Is it some kind of party? Oh, and that's not wine. That's grape juice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. So now we get into maybe a little bit more fun stuff. Number four here. BD Sue has an ally, an attendant who is always by the side of BD Sue. Could this Uisu be a god like Bidisu? Oh, all right. Again, they're not answering anything. Here's the one that has set the internet afire. Uh-oh. A shot of Super Saiyan 3 Ooh. Goku Gas. seemingly being stopped in mid-air, mid-flight by a single finger by Bidisu. Mary, mystery number five. Frankly, Bidisu is strong. We'll be blunt about this at least. BD Sue is without a doubt the strongest being in the history of Z. Oh my God! Strongest ever! I know. No! I'm <laughs> done! I'm out! This is it! That can't be true! Uh, I'm assuming you're being sarcastic. Uh, well, I am, you know me, I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am simply uh, acting out the. Uh, the fanboy anger of the masses. Let's call them conversations. That, that was not a conversation, bro. That's why I'm saying let's call them conversations. Let's call them. Let's, let's say, oh, never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there you go. Do you no. have any thoughts on this? Uh, that was very Japanese. It was. But, you know, like I said, I mean, this is for kids, so they got to write it really elementary. That's the thing I take it back to. Like, yes, it's it's an official statement in a magazine. At the same time, think about what it is. It's a two-page promotional spread for the movie. This is hype talk. And like I said, I mean, this they're phrasing it in such a way that if you're not, you know, an adult following each and every bit of news sure. on this on the sure, internet, sure. then and this is your first exposure to facts, then right. it's perfectly passable. So, Mary, the final bit of news this week after jump festa after v jump comes out all timed 
on the 21st of the month makes complete sense. We did have earlier this month that Japanese online TV outlet Channel 11 leaked the trailer. How is that possible? Well, unless you do it on purpose. Well, they and they had a tweet announcing it and everything, and then within an hour it was gone. Hmm. And they had up the full 720p version and everything. It was the trailer that had previously aired on Fuji TV with the commentators, so it was spoken over and stuff. But with the press packet going out, Jump Festa, V Jump, it's been officially released to outlets now at this point. So that's why I wrote the for real this time in the headline because the trailer is actually out. Uh, we did watch it earlier because it had been out i don't think we've gotten your thoughts on the trailer yet i like it i mean i'm just happy to see anything dragon ball modernized it's still a novelty to me i don't care what the subject matter to me is to be honest i'm a little bit shallow about it because i'll love it either way probably and it's just great hearing and seeing everyone again especially with the ones that they you know put the effort into giving updated designs for like videl i'm assuming that's her that is her that's on the back of that promotional mm-hmm. packet it does say her name next to that character right. so now we're like okay we can say for sure and kudidin and, and yamcha i wish yeah. they had done that for everyone else i would have appreciated the little extra effort it's like you can't even give bulma who has a gazillion hairdos a different hairdo i love that design i love that design too but i feel like it would be in character for her to have something different totally different sure but uh i digress the trailer looks cool (laughs) yep yep what'd you like the most about it just (sighs) updated looks fresh clean new 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 Uh, it's hard for me to pick a particular moment i like the the i guess the staging of certain scenes with Goku and BD Sue in space, even, you know, ignoring all the fans. Why are you bitching. saying he can breathe in space? <laughs> ignoring that, it yes. just looked pretty. Okay. I'm simple. <laughs> it's pretty. It's okay. You're right. space. He said the same thing, just a little more eloquently. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's an engineer and I'm a bum. You're not a bum. Uh, Mary, uh, that wraps up the news this week. It was that, crazy. That, that was a year's worth of news. It was. It was. And now we have to somehow, in the midst of all this, come up with top news stories for 2012. <sighs> when in the ninth hour, they're pulling out all the Dragon Ball stops. Well, it was a little bit like that last year with the episode of Bardock animated adaptations. And we had some December craziness last year as well, but... This December. December is a month to watch out for. November and December 2012 were some of the biggest months. Dragon, I'd say Dragon Ball's entire history. The amount of things that have just been coming out. So that's the news. We're going to jump over to our topic now. It is all Battle of Gods all the time here at Konzenshu. So Mary, you're going to jump away. We're going to have our topic. It's fantastic. Please enjoy with myself, Jake, and Sean. And then uh, we'll come back and just kind of wrap up the show. Let no one ever say that we do not cover in-universe topics. Here we are. Uh, we, we teased it. We promised it. We threatened with it. And we are indeed doing this topic. We are talking about Gohan's hair, specifically as it may or may not relate to the upcoming movie Battle of Gods, but diving into the past of the series. Joining me are a couple returning folks. Let's actually start with the one who's been around sort of recently, every once in a while. I don't know. When were you last here, Sean? Uh, here physically at your house or <laughs> on the podcast? Either. Well, I know you're here. GT Review 1. That was like a year ago at this point. Yeah, that was... Uh, old, old Kyoshin's heyday there. Right. Uh, what was the last topic you did with us? Last topic I did with us? I don't even remember what it was. It was last minute and I did nothing but babble like an idiot. Okay, perfect. So uh, do that again this episode and you'll be good to go. I can bet it was probably power levels related. It probably though. was. All right. So Mr. Kaboom, uh, moderator extraordinaire and just all around cool dude. Welcome to the show. Thank you. 
Good to be on again. And then joining us from uh, protecting our planet from the recesses of space, Jake, Mr. Herms. Welcome, man. Hello. Well, actually, I've I've left Jupiter and I've returned to Earth for the holidays, so... It's good to have you back. It's been a while. It's been 8 billion years in internet time, I believe. <laughs> I know. I was trying to figure out the last episode you were on. The I, I looked real quick, and I think it may have been 291, which was Maeda, but then you also did the... No, I think you were here after that, because you did the uh, Kanzenshu uh, kickoff episode that launched in april so i think i pre-recorded whatever i did for that yeah we did we absolutely did but it was sometime around earlier this year it's been a long time it's great to have you back man so here we are uh you fine folks are joining me i am still mike vegeto ex we are talking about gohan's hair uh jake i'm gonna toss it over to you i guess can you give us a little background why would we even care to discuss gohan's hair as it relates to possibly battle of gods well when the main uh, poster promotional image for the movie came out, so it has Goku fighting evil purple cat guy, Battle of Gods. So naturally, the thing most fans zoomed in on was that Gohan had blonde hair. And the reason why this would seem odd is because in the later half of the Boo arc, Gohan gets this power up where seemingly it makes him as strong as or stronger than he would be in a super in a super saiyan form but without actually turning super saiyan and so you know after he gets the old kaioshin's power up he never becomes a super saiyan again for the rest of the manga or, or the tv series or anything up till now but except in gt well yeah, there's so that. So we'll get to that later, but that's the gist of it. All right. And I guess it's important to point out there that, yeah, Gohan, he gets the power up. He comes back. He fights Boo. He gets absorbed. We're talking a couple chapters here, right? It's not that long. No. It's like a dozen chapters. Less than altogether, that. Even less. Yeah, yeah it's pretty wow. quick. So he's out of the picture. And then it's just the Goku show again. And then, you know, we skip ahead to the 28th Tenkaichi Budokai. So Gohan never really needs to get to a state where we need to have a strong Gohan again up until fights again right up until GT so that it's kind of off in its own world so Jake like you said all these great things about the movie people hone in on Gohan why does he have the golden super saiyan hair and uh, as the trailer came out it does indeed confirm yes that is super saiyan Gohan in the movie so it's not just a promotional image cute little thing so we are here to discuss perhaps the ramifications of this but uh more just would he ever need to does that make sense should he even be able to do something like that so we're going to kind of dive back to the source material in all respects we're going to talk about the manga going to talk about the tv series going to talk about guidebooks and what they may or may not have to say about the subject we'll talk about gt and then we'll figure out what's going on here jake i guess uh keep us going here with just a little bit of the background what happens in the manga that uh brings us to this new gohan semi-transformation more just kind of state of being so after gohan's defeated by boo for the first time the east kaioshin takes him to the kaioshin world and he draws out the Z sword, because they think that that will give him the power to defeat Boo. And he practices it with it for a day, and then he breaks it, and out of the sword comes the <laughs> older Kaioshin from 15 generations ago. And this Kaioshin says that he has the ability to use his psychic powers to draw out Gohan's uh, hidden or dormant power to way, way, way beyond his limits. And so Kaioshin, the young Kaioshin and Kabuto are like, oh wow, that's amazing. And Goku's like, don't you hear about that kind of thing a lot? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a, a kind of a, a nice joke from Toriyama via Goku there. Like, hey, we've actually done this before with this yeah. character. 
It just happened to Vegeta not long yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Bobbity did the same thing to him. So maybe we should do a little kind of. recap on uh, what we're told about dormant power throughout the series. Okay. Sure. First time it ever really comes up is with the Super God Water during the Piccolo Daimao arc. So there, uh, Karin says that the if this water, if you drink it, if you have dormant power, it'll draw the power out. But if you don't, it won't do anything. And he also says, like, if you've already brought all your dormant power out through training, then it won't have any effect. Okay. So it's kind of like an extra cheat to get there. Yeah, it's it's a, a shortcut to what could be achieved through years of training, basically. Okay, got it. And it might also just kill you. That's a big disadvantage. <laughs> There's that, yeah. Fair point. And then skipping ahead, uh, next thing is the Namek arc, where the Great Elder has the same, uh, a, less, a less lethal version of the same basic idea, where he draws uh, Krillin's power out and then Gohan's as well. And this is the first time we ever get the idea of someone drawing Gohan's power out, at least in this uh, just quickie way. I guess right, you, right. theoretically you could say that just any kind of training helps tap into that power. Yeah, we get things like the Room of Spirit in Time, which to the outside world is kind of a quickie because it's just a day that's passing. But this is kind of an instantaneous, a person does something to you or for you. Yeah, and uh, Krillin, when he gets his power drawn out, he actually tells the great elders, like, you know, I don't think I have any more of that power left. I've trained a lot. I think I'm at my limits already. He turns out to be wrong. But again, right. it's the idea that you can technically theoretically bring this out through training or through these power ups. Like they're both tapping into the same thing, whatever that is. OK, well, that's interesting that he thought he was at his absolute limit. But whoever these let's call them godly figures, even though the elder, uh, what is the role of a god on individual planet? It, ignore that for now. These godly figures can say, no, actually, there's some more in here and I can bring it out for you. There's some more power way in the back. Right. OK. And then so um, during the Cell games, Goku tells Piccolo that when he and Gohan were training in the Room of Spirit in Time, kind of like you said, they began to unlock the power that's uh, sealed deep away inside Gohan. And then finally, of course, we get to the Buu arc with the Elder Kaioshin. Oh, actually, before the Elder Kaioshin, Bobbity, his power-up spell thing, yes. is he actually says, this is kind of interesting, he says he'll bring Vegeta's power up out to beyond its limits. And this is what Vegeta was kind of hoping for when he wanted to fight Goku and be equal to Goku, because he realized that he couldn't be equal to Goku on his own. So he figured, all right, have Bobbity take me over and that'll make me stronger than I could be. So Right. Sean, actually, why don't you tell me a little bit, uh, you were hinting at it earlier, the stuff Bobbity was doing. Uh, talk a little bit about what happens to Vegeta, but maybe more tell me about Spopovich and is it Yami or Yamu? Yamu. Yamu. Yami. I don't know why I'm saying Yami. <laughs> So their bodies kind of get contorted in a way. Yeah, I, it, I would guess it's because for little regular normal humans, it's just they're kind of bloated on it. It's more than they're supposed to have, as opposed to even guys like Krillin who have been training all their lives and can handle more power when it's brought out. Uh -huh. the, these guys were just regular humans. I mean, uh, Spopovich has already said he's weaker than Mr. Satan. He'd already lost to him once. Right. So... For them, for a normal human, it apparently going beyond their limits actually seems almost harmful to them. Okay, that makes sense. So now we're pulling it back to these sign characters where you can kind of abuse their bodies. They abuse their own bodies yeah. in ways. Yeah, look at things like Kaioken. They can... They can take punishment. Sure, sure. All right, so Jake, does that bring us to the the, the main incident here of the Elder Kaioshin kind of tapping in? Yeah, so finally he comes out and he says, you know, I I've, can do this like better than anyone else can. 
After Goku says, oh, I've heard about that dozens of times before, the elder Kaioshin gets angry and is like, I can do it beyond their limits, beyond. No, one <laughs> nah, I can do it better. Yeah. I'm special. Even though Bobbity had actually earlier specifically said he could also bring power up beyond their limits, but whatever. He can do okay. it way, way, way beyond. Way, 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 way beyond. Exactly. Yeah, and he does that little thing where he kind of talks funny, where he extends those uh, syllables. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like singy sort of tone. Got his own weird speaking style that kind of goes it kind of goes away after the first few yeah they kind of drop it don't they it's almost yeah, it's weird yeah anyway so okay well you know what let's take it let's almost do a little bit of a role play here <laughs> let's uh let's assign some roles uh i'm gonna play uh -oh. gohan jake because you are researcher extraordinaire uh I'm, I'm gonna give you the elder kaioshin and sean you get to be goku all right so uh i kind of want to hone in on two quotes from the manga that jake you pulled out here these are both from chapter 496 uh and i think this will give you a little bit of an idea about where we're heading or kind of not being able to head here so uh i'll get you going here so i i'm playing gohan here how, how can i turn into this mightiest of warriors you transform into that super whatever it is a lot right you'll be fine if you just get the gist of that and throw in a kiai which in this case just means like do it with enthusiasm. Get yourself fired up. Okay. Once more with feeling. The the gist of Super Saiyan. I, I got it. All right. So then we move on. Uh, same chapter here. Playing the role of Goku. We have Sean. Here we go. It, it really is incredible. It's super duper. Absolutely unbelievable. Your appearance has hardly changed. And you ain't even a Super Saiyan. Yet you've been taken to such such an extreme. And then Elder Kaioshin. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hmm transforming isn't good that super whatever it's called is the wrong way of doing things all right so here are the quotes we have there's almost nothing to go on but it's all we have to go on uh at this point because gohan's transformed really at this point he's just like all right someone take me and then he just fights for a while so let's start with uh that first series of quotes there about how to get to this state the way i read it is that the elder kaioshin is telling telling gohan here pretend like you're going super saiyan but jake just like you said just throw a little extra into it and that's it hmm. what else can we pull out of that is there anything i don't know it's a little vague it's a little abstract yeah yeah abstract that's a better word for it all right so we got nothing there i guess let's take it to that other one um maybe this gives us a little more meat here the elder kaioshin he says transforming isn't good that the super he's planar i doesn't know what to call it that's the wrong way of doing things implying that maybe his method is better or going with this raw potential rather than using this transformation to get to extra power i don't know where can we go with this well the elder kaioshin does make a big deal about how much of a strain super saiyan puts on your body right yeah later on when uh talking about the patara fusion yeah he says he, he says that if goku were to fuse as a super saiyan he'd be stuck in that form forever and that would shorten his lifespan Interesting. so maybe that's what he's thinking mm -hmm. of here when he says transforming is the wrong way that it's just transformations add extra stress they're uh they waste energy i was gonna say sean why don't you like take that. it back to uh that whole idea of the full power of super saiyan and uh being natural in that state does it kind of correspond here um it could uh they seem to stress how easy it was for gohan and goku to be doing that but in a way i don't think it necessarily eliminates all the stress it probably just brings it down to the absolute bare minimum so you're still expending you know you're still expending more effort and a little more wasting a little more energy than you probably would if you weren't transformed at all but down to the absolute minimum is better than if you hadn't trained it otherwise so is this just being efficient is that the best way to describe it 
Probably. This is the best explanation I have for it so far. Before moving on, I guess I should throw in a note about the translation, where when the Elder Kaioshin says, he calls transforming the wrong way, um, the word there in Japanese is jado, which is literally, it's almost, uh, it means like evil way or evil road. Okay. But it is used for the, like, like literally what I had just doing things the wrong way, but it can mean also uh, morally wrong or just uh, practically wrong, you could say. All right. That, that kind of takes us perfectly into uh, one little point here about the uh, TV adaptation. Just going by the Funimation subtitles uh, provided by uh, Steve Simmons here, uh, the final line from the Elder Kaioshin and the subtitles here, he says that super whatever thing is depraved. Do you think that Steve's translation is still OK? Is that being a little too literal about it? Well, it depends on how you look at it, because the Elder Kaioshin, he doesn't explain what he means. And so you kind right, of... he just says yeah, it. Thanks a lot. Yeah. So, I th- I mean, depraved is a perfectly valid way of translating the word. I don't think here it's the best way, because it has a more moral connotation, like there's something evil about being a super sign, where uh-huh. I think my interpretation is that the Elder Kaioshin just means it's inefficient or not as good as other ways of getting power. It's not optimal. Yeah. Well, there you go. Herms versus Daimao fight. <laughs> I'm not going to win this. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we can talk about with the anime adaptation? It's overall basically the same dialogue. There's not a whole lot of extra stuff in between. It's just uh, maybe we get a little more ad-libbing from Goku, but that's about it, right? It's pretty much word for word, same as the manga. Yeah, with looks like it thing or two thrown in so basically the same that's the way it is usually with the anime dialogue as long as it's not a filler scene then right they don't really change the dialogue around from what is in the manga okay so i guess this takes us to the point of all right this is literally everything we we acted it out for you at this point this is everything that is said in the series about gohan and not needing to turn into a super saiyan or doing it a different way so um Maybe let's kind of answer the question in different ways as we examine more material. So at this point, manga only and maybe TV only because the TV version doesn't add or subtract anything here. What do you think about Gohan and this power up? Does this mean that he cannot turn Super Saiyan? Let's start with Sean. I I did always always have the impression that it it replaced Super Saiyan. It, It took all the power he could tap into with the forms and more and repackaged it into something that's much easier to use or even effortless. Okay. That's you can use effortless. That's the effect. But does that mean that he literally cannot, even if he wanted to turn into a super sign? Well, supposedly if that's where all the power is gone, you have to ask, and I don't know if we get too far, far ahead, but if he could transform, would it even do him any good? Right. Okay. So you're going to answer the question with more questions. Yeah. And harking back to how the elder Kaioshin told him to, you know, finalize the whole thing in the first place. If, he if he activates this new form by going super saiyan then even if he can go super saiyan if the capability is still there how is he supposed to do it right okay jake let me ask you the same question what do you think i don't think i really have anything to add that uh sean didn't so okay i mean <laughs> it's like maybe he could but it pro- presumably it wouldn't do him any good because he doesn't when fighting boo when right. Right. at first he really easily beats boo then boobs or gotenks and piccolo starts things turn around and he, well, there, there's the question. I mean, yeah, he got absorbed. So if he was pushed to or cornered to a point where he needed right. extra power, would he do it? But we don't see it play out that way. 
back when I was first getting back when I was first getting into the series, I used to like think that a lot. Like I would be watching and almost yelling at the TV. Why won't you transform? Go Super <laughs> Saiyan two. You're getting your butt kicked. Right. Okay. He seems to have plenty of opportunities where he could transform. Like mm-hmm. there's that yeah. part where he's hiding under a rock, just stalling for right. time. It's like right. why yeah. couldn't he just do it then? So the fact that he doesn't, I think, implies either that he can't or that it just would weaken him, if anything. And and he, he would somehow, if he, if he can, he would somehow know that he wouldn't get anything out of it. Gotcha. And again, we're reading into it, but that's, that's the best we can do. So I, at this point, we've examined the manga and the TV adaptation, which is basically the same. So let's turn it over to guidebook stuff for the Dragon Ball manga and the TV adaptation, and then we'll move into GT and beyond. Jake, you pulled out a bunch of quotes. A lot of them really have nothing to do with what we need here, but let's mention them anyway, just for the sake of uh, being comprehensive here. First quote that we have here is from the Daisenshu number two, the story guide. This is the growing up section where it kind of details all the different characters and their different forms and uh, the, the transformations they go through. So uh, give us this quote for Gohan here. In order to defeat Majin Buu, he had his dormant power drawn out by the elder Kaioshin. Even without becoming a super saiyan, he has power surpassing Gotenks. So all this gives us is that Gohan greater than Gotenks. <laughs> it without Super Saiyan. Without Super Saiyan. Uh, well, does, does that, that mean does, Super Saiyan 3 right. Gotenks? Well, I see where these conversations can go. But it doesn't yeah. answer anything about this new state no. at all. And you would, not, no. you would not believe how hard it is to find any quotes in the guidebooks even just referencing <laughs> his Gohan's ultimate form. Right, that he had yeah. a power-up at all. Yeah. I know, it was crazy. We, we had almost nothing here. I, I noticed they do really, the guidebooks have to... Keep, try and keep the focus more on Goku. Well, I mean, he is the main character, so. Yeah. Uh, and I, sh- like we mentioned before, the ultimate power-up, it may, I mean, it's super powerful, but it's not around for a long time, so it kind of right. makes sense that they'd skip right. over it. Yeah, why focus on it? It's there for a couple chapters. All right, so then we move on to Daizenshu 7, the great encyclopedia for the series. This is the Attack Dictionary, so we get Maybe a little entry for it here. I'm very excited about this. Will it answer anything? Jake, why don't you give us this translation? This is the attack dictionary um, entry for drawing out dormant power, which isn't really an attack, but whatever. It's more of a technique. So people who can do this, the Great Elder and the Elder Kaioshin. This is a technique that draws out the dormant power that each person has. In the Great Elder's case, he only triggers the drawing out of that person's dormant power. If there's no power sleeping inside that person, no change will occur. He's able to use this technique merely by holding his hand over the person's head. In the Elder Kaioshin's case, he is able to draw out a person's dormant power beyond their limits. But this requires him to do a dance and takes over 20 hours. So this is one of those literal descriptions of exactly what you see with no further information or editorializing. So all we get is... Yep, he did a dance, and he did exactly what he said he did. Sean, can you pull anything else out of this? I don't see the word super Saiyan anywhere, so <laughs> I don't think we're I think we're up a creek here. <laughs> we got nothing here, nothing at all. It's exactly the same stuff, right? Like, there's nothing yeah. here? All, yeah, all, only difference is listing how how each one performs it. I do notice Bobbity isn't listed. He has his own. He, he has his own? Um, they they uh, mix it in with his uh, yeah, possession yeah, his thing? Possession. I can't remember what they call it, but it's like taking people over or whatever. It's mentions okay. that he takes people over and can draw out their dormant power. Okay. All right. So we're moving on yet again. We're over to the final supplemental Daisenshu, which we just call it number 10. This is the Super Saiyan genealogy section. Uh, Jake, we have a Gohan type. 
Yeah, so this is a little more interesting because there's this one page where they go through all the different kinds of super signs, including the anime-only ones, and they have, there's the main line from one to two to three, and then branching off it, they have several variations, like the um, the grade forms, really muscular ones, uh, Broly's Oh yeah, forms. I know, I know what page you mean. And then uh, one of the branches they have between Super Saiyan 2 and 3 is this Gohan type. which Oh, then, oh my god, so many arguments already. Yeah, so it says uh, <laughs> Gohan type. This type is also called Ultimate Gohan. While his appearance hasn't changed very much from his normal state, his power surpasses even Super Saiyan 2. He's a Saiyan who has achieved a super transformation different than Super Saiyan, which puts a large strain on one's body. So let me ask you this, the way it's written in Japanese, uh, the strain on one's body, that's referring to Super Saiyan yeah, and yeah. not Gohan state, right? I, cons- I, right. I kind of considered changing the translation to make that clearer, but I couldn't come up with anything that didn't sound really no. awkward. So. Yeah, I don't think there's a way to do it. So... I guess what we can pull out of here is, at least according to this Daizenshu entry, Gohan here would be... And this is tough, because is Ultimate Gohan weaker than Super Saiyan 3 Goku, or is it just that this Ultimate State doesn't provide as much power as maybe that same person in Super Saiyan 3? Sean, where do you want to go with this? The part about mentioning it's stronger than Super Saiyan 2... One way we could take that is just saying it's stronger than, you know, the maximum of what Gohan could do before. And that makes sense, because why would the Elder Kaioshin do this Gohan's to own top power was his Super Saiyan 2. He doesn't even have level 3. I mean, that's the this is the form that he that he reaches after he gets Super Saiyan 2, then he gets this power-up. So in that sense, that's it, it makes yeah. sense. So. Yeah. So it's in in regards to just talking about Gohan here, it's it all works fine. In a broader sense, like if... Assuming it's Super Saiyan 3 would be included. An interesting thing about the Daizenshu guidebooks is a lot of these like dictionary volumes, they're meant to apply to both the, they cover both the manga and the anime right. version of events. And obviously we could go into a whole another topic about how things in the Majin Buu arc got changed up to make Goku, portray Goku as the strongest instead of anybody else in the end. So it's like, it's almost like the guidebooks have to purposely keep things vague in order to fit as well as they possibly can with both the manga and anime versions. I mean, if nothing else, we we can say that Gohan is stronger than Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks because they both fight Boo one after the other. Gohan does a lot. Yeah, that much is that much is obvious. So he, well, in this form, he's stronger than at least one Super Saiyan 3. At least one Super Saiyan 3, yeah. Okay. And so, again, that's an entirely different conversation. So um, yeah. we're... We have one more guidebook to hit before we get to GT stuff. So I guess let's hit this and then let's kind of answer the questions again. Jake, this is something you pulled out kind of at the last second. I'm glad you found this. This is from the Dragon Ball Z Movie 3 Anime Library book. I guess we can say that movies 12 and 13 had these kind of larger sized picture, almost you exclusively to that one movie. Pretty much. It's very in-depth. It's like the um, there's the Daizenshu 6, which goes over the different movies and specials. And this is basically like that only for one movie each. And it's like mostly screen caps from the movie with a summary of the plot. And then so at the back, they have they go over the different characters. They have Gohan and it says uh, perhaps Gohan will never become a Super Saiyan again. All right. So I guess we can say in DBZ movie 13, this is at the point where it would be. After the defeat of Boo, right? Well, nobody's dead. So So we have Gohan in this movie. He does join the fight and he does not 
transform into a super sign. So he seem mm. he seems interestingly to actually power up into his yeah. ultimate state. Yes, he, yeah, he, yeah. He in the movie, the he looks like he did before he got the power up at all, and then he bumps right up to the ultimate state, just like it was a transformation, right. just like it were super sign. So everything is pretty self consistent with the manga and the TV version, and I guess we can say, I mean, movie thirteen was basically at that same time. Movie thirteen was. 95 right like spring summer yeah. i guess there's a site that could tell you that well, yes whatever we can fact check it that. came out slightly before the end of the uh anime because because it's right. the first place that videl as great Siamon 2 appears and then she, ah, she later appears in that filler episode it's like what the right. third ah. to last episode where uh-huh. booze yeah, wandering yeah. around. Yep, yep, good stuff. All right, so again, everything is pretty self-consistent here. So let's pull it over to this quote. Perhaps Gohan will never become a Super Saiyan again. This is that amazing coy Japanese statement where it doesn't answer anything. Purposely vague. It's just kind of like guiding you along the way, which I suppose is what a guidebook could do. Uh, Sean, I will toss it over to you. Uh, what do you want to pull out of this one couple words here, really? If you can figure out anything like concrete to pull out of it, good luck. Let me know. <laughs> well, I guess I can say it gives him an open. Yeah, it, it's at least it's hinting at the prospect that it's actually like most of us have thought over the years that it replaces Super Saiyan and he doesn't have it anymore. But maybe it hints at it. Could lose it, it or maybe they're they're leaving they're leaving it open. Uh, they're, they're like they're making an observation, but not actually drawing any conclusions or even. I don't know. Again, just pur- purposely vague. I got to I saw like keep repeating. It's like, look, he doesn't turn to Super Saiyan. Maybe he won't again. Maybe he never will again. All right, so we covered the manga and the TV. Now we've thrown guidebooks into the mix. I'm going to ask the same questions. Jake, I'm going to start with you. Does Gohan have the ability to turn Super Saiyan anymore? <sighs> I just don't know. I mean, it if looking only at what we've looked at so far, the manga, the Z anime, the DBZ movie 13, the guidebooks for those things, overall, it looks like he can't. I mean, if this is all I had to go off of, that's what I would think. Okay. Sean, do you think the same thing or do you have anything same else? Same answer. Up until that poster, that's, you know, what been what I thought. Everything hints that it's replaced it. I mean, he, he gains it by game and doing what he used to do to go Super Saiyan. Yep. He actually uses it like a transformation in the movie, uh-huh. uh, movie 13. So, yeah, that's what all the signs have pointed to up until now. All right. Then we have to, of course, at this point, go dun, dun, dun. Dragon Ball GT. We have Gohan in the series. I mean, we don't see him for quite a while into the baby arc here. And unfortunately, we haven't quite reached this point in our Dragon Ball GT review of awesomeness. We should have been done by this point. <laughs> apologize and it's been so long since i fell asleep during these episodes i'm I'm really no help uh jake and sean during dragon ball gt people eventually you know they come back to earth people are fighting go on just kind of go super saiyan just bam out of nowhere yeah i was going i was going to watch these episodes again but i didn't <laughs> well there's no need to <laughs> right sean i mean that's just it. that that is all we have that's pretty much all it is he's just you know baby is on earth he's taking people over uh, warning, spoilers ahead for anybody following <laughs> along <laughs> the review. But uh, yeah, Baby's taking people over. He starts with Goten. He goes, picks a fight with Gohan. And during their fight, Gohan transforms. Okay, but, so that's the interesting Saiyan. thing. Gohan transforms into Super Saiyan. He is not taken over by Baby yes. at this point. He is no, just not himself yet. 
transformers. In fact, I think I'm pretty sure Baby was actually specifically waiting for him to go. Yes. Yeah. To his maximum before he possessed him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I looked at this at some point in the past because I was looking for a screenshot of it, and there's like nothing there. It's one of those things where you think you saw animation of this stuff, but it's kind of like not animated. Yeah. So yeah, ba- Baby doesn't jump ship over to Gohan until Gohan is transformed. Right, and it's like in that transformation that he does it. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was something visually weird I, like i'm that. pretty sure i was looking for a screen cap of this i'm like god damn it there's no anime it's just in like a flash on the screen is awful so yeah i, I haven't watched that part. <laughs> it's terrible we have almost nothing to go on here other than wait a second all right he just did it so what's going on here uh and, and before we get to gt guidebook stuff I just want to confirm with you guys, like no one says anything throughout the entire course of GT about it. Like, oh, hey, Gohan, whatever happened to so-and-so, right? Yeah, nothing. nothing. I've seen I've seen other I've read other people's fanfics in the past that have actually addressed it in different ways. But the original series itself. Right. Does not at all. It's Ugh. it's just there. Just okay. happens. It's just it's there. not even like with Gotenks where Goten and Trunks, they start to fuse and Goku's like, nah, that won't do any good. <laughs> right, right. Just we get that tease. This was literally nothing. So I don't even want to get into the discussion of why do you think they did that? We're just kind of going by what we see. Well, well, before before we move on to guidebooks, okay. it is interesting to note that before he transforms, Gohan does still look the way he does in his ultimate state. Okay, what do you mean by he, that? He, ha- he has that more serious expression on his face. He's got the uh, the way Go- Toriyama draws the eyes, the enclosed eyes for evil characters. All right, just, Gohan just adopted I, that look. What do you mean by that, enclosed eyes? They have a full outline around them instead of... Instead of like a three-quarters kind of thing? Yeah, like uh, the innocent characters like Goku and gotcha. his kin tend to. So okay. his eyes in his, super sci- uh, in his regular state yeah. now look more like they did in his super science state. Right, and that's that's how they looked as soon as he uh, finalized the transformation in the manga. And uh, um, and in the manga, uh, and like even in the ten years later part of the manga where he's just a scholar now, he still kind of looks like yeah. that. Afterwards, after Majin Buu's defeated, after he and everyone else get revived for the spirit bomb and all that, he he still keeps those eyes. He keeps them from the start of GT too for the entire series, whether he's super Saiyan or not. So it's interesting. So we got. Kind of a little something, but kind of nothing. All right, let's go over to the guidebooks for Dragon Ball GT are the Dragon Ball GT perfect files. They really focus on Goku because the series is Goku time. Stands for Goku time. I mean, just kind of is. So, Jake, I mean, I I pulled out what little profile there is for Gohan, and we got the chart of Super Saiyans. There's not a whole lot of focus on Gohan. What do we have? So, in the first GT perfect file which covers the start of the series up until the end of the baby stuff. Little preview of the Super 17 Dragons, but right, they have right. this uh, section on the different kinds of Super Saiyan. And under Super Saiyan, they, like, they go through each form and then the different characters who have that form. So under Super Saiyan 1, they have a profile on Gohan, and it says, He transformed when fighting with Goten after Goten had been taken over by Baby. It seems that even in times of peace, he hasn't neglected his training. The differences in Gohan's facial expressions before and after transforming are the most intense out of any warrior. So we kind of have one of these. Everything we've seen about Gohan is that he does neglect his training in times of peace. (laughs) GT says differently. Apparently. GT says things a a lot of things differently. (laughs) And then uh, just the expression, everything we were already saying. So this addresses nothing necessary for us here. The neglected as training thing is interesting. It almost implies that that's the reason he has Super Saiyan back somehow, because he's been training. Yeah, okay, almost okay. like 
Like now he's fifty times stronger than he was in his uh, old uh, ultimate state. Or <laughs> like he can go Super Saiyan on top of his ultimate state almost. Right. And Goku's still stronger than him in his normal state. Yeah, Thank but, you, GT. Alright, so we have that, and then really the only other thing that even sorta addresses Gohan is just this list of who can transform into what, and Gohan's just kind of listed. Yep. Yeah. He's there. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. I don't even Why know. Why give more attention to non-Goku people? I, I, I got nothing, guys. So I, I again ask you, Sean, I'm going to start with you again. If we now include GT, we have to assume that Gohan can turn Super Saiyan because we see him turn Super Saiyan. Yes. So the question is, going off of GT, could Gohan go Super Saiyan all along after getting the Elder Kaioshin's power-up, or did he regain the ability through training, or did he almost, like, revert through lack of training, if we ignore the Perfect Files quote? Yeah, it's tough, because you have the series itself, and then the Perfect Files is kind of the only instance where we hear, oh, so he has been training this whole time, right? Yeah, because nothing in GT really yeah. shows him training. Right. No. Okay. Yeah, that, the... the, the second thing jake mentioned about how it's possible he was reverting out of you know not using the form or not doing anything that's the uh little explanation i always fell back on personally for gt okay but the perfect files kind of says otherwise there yeah before i before i knew about this little perfect files uh entry maybe he did like bad training like he trained in the wrong way so he, <laughs> he purposely trained him badly as a joke hurt himself man all right so gt answers the question for us in a way. I mean, it answers kind of the most baseline of questions. Can he do it? Yes. What does well, that mean for him? Who knows? I think I, I'm, I'm. my brain is starting to form something here. Okay. If the whole ultimate state, it has to do with dormant power. All right. Obviously, I don't think there's any real such thing as an absolute maximum amount of dormant power. I mean, every other, that every other time shonen. we've seen someone, yeah, every other time we've seen someone supposedly hit their limit or have all their dormant power brought out, the very next arc they've been training and they're still even stronger. Yeah, yeah. So if dormant power is something that just, you know, keeps increasing eventually along with, you know, however strong you may be, then maybe even after the ultimate state, more dormant power started to form for Gohan and now he managed to train and use Super Saiyan to bring that out. Okay, he made himself a little pool in the back of his head somewhere, a little extra yeah. dormant power and he can tap into yeah. it with Super Saiyan. Yeah, so he's, he maybe he's like, he's still as strong as he was against Majin Buu, but now he's got like a little like, I don't know, extra 15% that he can tap into a super sign. Who knows? Something like that. Maybe more. Gotcha. What do you think, Jake? I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I can't come up with anything more than that. Uh, maybe we should throw in here, uh, like, the uh, Dyson 7 Attack Dictionary entry for Super Saiyan 3. It, des okay. it describes that form as bringing a Saiyan's dormant power out to its limits. <laughs> and so, which kind of ties into that. Like, if Super, like super Saiyan 3 is to its limits, then... Ultimate is beyond, beyond its limits, exactly. so it should way, be stronger. Way, way stronger. I, I honestly just, I, I didn't ever tend to think about that as meaning anything other than this is the strongest Super Saiyan form. Well, hold on, because then on that chart, they have Ultimate below Super Saiyan 3. So if Super Saiyan 3 is to its limits and Ultimate is beyond its limits, why is Ultimate before Super Saiyan 3? I don't know, but the main thing I wanted to highlight... <laughs> <You> just gloss <laughs> over that. <laughs> Fuck you, I don't care. Uh, I mean, the main thing I wanted to highlight and bring that up is that According to that definition, Super yep. Saiyan transformations tap into the same dormant power that Kaioshin brought out. Gotcha. Which kind of interesting that they're like set amounts, though. Yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> I don't I don't know kind of answers everything here. But then also the GT Perfect Files definition of Super Saiyan Four describes it in I believe almost word for word the same as the Daisenshu Seven description of Super Saiyan Three, 
where it's like <laughs> yeah. brings their dormant power out to the max. Yeah, that's that's why I, that's why I always thought of it that way. It's just that was the new super that was the strongest super Saiyan form. Now this is the strongest super Saiyan form. Yep, we found yep. more dormant so, power in the back. Didn't even know I had it. Uh, let, let me punch in the item number. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've got some in trailer we got too. Some. All right, so I feel like we did answer the question as best we could. Let's take it to Battle of Gods, and let's set the stage here. Battle of Gods, this is a new movie coming out. Uh, Toriyama is more heavily involved than he has ever been with the movie. That being said, the script is still being written by someone else. It's being written by Yusuke Watanabe. There is uh, an interesting quote that Watanabe tossed out there on Twitter where someone was asking him um, how might it relate to GT and all that stuff. He did say something along the lines of, well, GT was a side story or, or not a part of the original story after all. Uh, that doesn't really say anything that we don't already know. GT was new. It almost seems like a shame because they could use this movie to kind of bridge the gap a little bit. And anything to help GT make a little more sense would be welcome. And just legitimize it a little bit. Yeah, a little uh, bit more. See, the word he used there, I'm pr- from what I remember, pretty sure for original story, it's Gensaku. Which, okay. in terms of Dragon Ball, it always refers to the manga. Gotcha. Okay. So essentially, okay. he's just saying GT isn't part of the manga, which we knew already. So well, yeah, it's just yeah. stating a more thing. vague non-answers. Right. Yay. Okay, so the movie is taking place similar to the Jump Super Animator special from 2008. In this period between the defeat of Boo and then the 28th, several years later, right? <laughs> several <laughs> years later okay. and several years before. Before, right? So this kind of vague uh, time period here. Yeah. So. Ah, we got Gohan in this time span. Toriyama is involved, but we're also how many years later? I mean, this is the 20th anniversary of the Z anime, so we're basically 20 years later from everything at this point. Yeah. How do we even begin? Jake, go. Well, <laughs> I think he turns Super Saiyan in the movie because that's just what people associate with the series. They, you know, it's, mm-hmm. that's their the one of the series' main icons. So if you're gonna have a a big anniversary, not anniversary, but a big revival movie, you have everyone turn Super Saiyan. And I don't think they're thinking it through any more than that. So you're answering completely out of universe because you don't think there's an in-universe <laughs> explanation here. Uh, I'll leave that to Kaboom. All right. Everybody goes super science. Piccolo goes super science. <laughs> Sean. Grilling goes super science. Is that what you think? It's just, it, it just, that's what they're doing. Bills is going to go super science. Yeah, right. It's just, super like, for it's just like Necromogen. It's like, I'm, I can go super science too, but you're not a Zion. I don't care. I'm a cat. <laughs> super cat too. Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> uh, the question is answer the question. It's, it's more of a command than a question. Why is he going super science? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of waiting for the movie to get an answer on that one. Do you think they're, they're going an to answer it, or is it kind of like Jake thinks, where it's that's what they do? Oh, I hope they'll at least handle it a little better than GT. They'll even just you know one little passing mention line for us to work off of would be more than enough. Would that kind of settle the debate once and for all? You think? No, but it would. No, <laughs> I don't think it would. But it would at least give us a little more uh, solid ground to build something ourselves on right it would be one of those what is your canon do you go by the manga well you'd never accept anything else anyway if you do accept further animated adaptations that can tie into your canon there right right okay yeah all i know is this is going to wreak havoc with g2 revised (laughs) which is your fan fiction right yes so are you kind of like holding off on this well i just it's it's turned out to be kind of a blessing in disguise that i'm nowhere near the baby arc yet Uh (laughs) because that's where this would all factor in gotcha 
But yeah, I think come March, I'll have enough to know what I'm gonna, the heck I'm going to do with this. All right, all right. It all depends on how you know much of the status quo changes. If he just goes super signed without any explanation, then it's I don't know. Right. All it'll all it'll change is that it's prior knowledge for the characters, other characters, instead of being a surprise. Gotcha. So time will tell. But enough about me. So I don't expect them to really throw in an explanation, but I could see them doing it where Gohan turns Super Saiyan at first, and then when like he and really then... gets serious, he goes Ultimate, which uh-huh. would look really weird, actually, now that I think about it. If he treats yeah, yeah, he went, if he goes blonde odd. and then goes back to being black hair, that would kind of, I don't know. It worked in DBZ Movie 13. Although he didn't it go- did. Yeah, well, there was no Super yeah, Saiyan in Bob from there. First. Yeah, he just went but he just transformed up to Ultimate. But I know in a lot of video games, they have that setup where uh, yeah. you can have Gohan go Super Saiyan and then do the Elder Kaioshin power-up from there. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about could we bring video games in here, but you basically just described it. It's kind of like where they put uh, Piccolo's fusion with Nail and fusion with God as transformations, as if it's this kind of thing that he can unlock rather than being a state of being. And, you know, they have they have like adult Super Saiyan 3 Goku becomes Super Saiyan 4 straight from that. Or Right, right. Yeah, it's more for it, convenience. Video games don't necessarily do things the way they would work in well, anything yeah. else. <laughs> it might be worth noting that uh, the the um, handheld game, Boo's Fury, which uh-huh. is this RPG, um, it actually does have, uh, with Gohan, once you get the power-up, you can never go Super Saiyan again. Yeah. It's it's kind of interesting. You lose the transformation, but you get a ton of extra stats that you can use apply to your right. uh, base form. Yeah, just like the way it seemed to work in the manga. Now yeah. he's stronger without Super Saiyan than he could have been before with it. You know, those Legacy of Goku games, those were made by people who really loved the series and loved it more yeah. than just the dub they were basing it on, as was apparent through many lines of dialogue and little hints <laughs> they, here. And they there. recycled dialogue from old fan subs. <laughs> they did. Yeah, <laughs> this, awesome. thanks a lot. This last minute of conversation is called me to want to pick up both Legacy of Goku 2 and Boo's Fury again. Well, what, so. what about the first game? <laughs> What first game? <laughs> the first game, I I'm pretty sure I only played the first couple of minutes of it, but I did go back. Well, that's and like pick half the game. Complete copy. Well, I, I know. <laughs> I, I don't recall any Legacy of Goku one. I, I want to go back and kind of have a torture session with uh, the community. We'll, let's all play Legacy of Goku one again. All right. So video games. That kind of answers that. We're we're back around at the beginning. Let's take everything. Everything, be it the manga, TV version, guidebooks, GT, GT guidebooks, what we've seen from the trailer of Battle of Gods, and of course, things may change come March 30th, Jake, Sean, Gohan, Super Saiyan, his ultimate new form power-up, Ken Gohan, two-part question, Ken Gohan actually, even if he wanted to, turn Super Saiyan, and then I don't even know what question two would be, because my mind is just kind of fried at this point apparently what do you think so i guess i just said what i think (laughs) (laughs) apparently he can all right can now Uh, well okay going like i said before going only by the manga and the ztv series and the guides pertaining to those things it seems like either he can't or it would just be pointless because would he be weaker or he'd be as strong but he'd there'd be a burden on his body so it'd be an overall energy waste or something like that but then if you throw in gt and apparently this movie and maybe some of the video games you could work out a way where either he he still has super sign as like a intermediary between his normal form and his ultimate form or he can have ultimate kind of i mean super sign on top of his ultimate form maybe as a slightly smaller boost than normal like kaboom was saying where it's like oh or just bring out the little extra dormant power of a, i've accumulated since then yeah well 
dormant power for Gohan builds quickly, so yeah. who knows how much he could get. Who knows? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I got. Who knows? The answer to the question, who knows? I guess we'll, we'll find out in March. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as I am, I am going to have my fingers crossed on my more dormant power buildup, and that's how he brings it out now. And you're hoping... On top of Ultimate Theory. Yeah, fingers crossed. Let's see what happens. And you're hoping for just a toss-away line in the movie that helps. One little toss-line one possibly line that i can work from all right perfect so i don't think we answered the question i mean gt answers the question in its own continuity but then taking everything together here we we don't have an answer for you but i hope we at least presented every shred of information that we could find and i know jake you were diving into books i was diving into books sean you just kind of showed up and we're a pretty voice i kind of just shoehorned my way in here that's okay i appreciate made it. you feel sorry for me on twitter <laughs> so you, I maybe we should have done this topic after march 30th i know well we'll revisit it maybe it'll be a two-minute discussion or it's still like eh, who knows all right, I guess we're done here. Uh, Jake, you're with me on Konzenshu, so we got nothing to plug. <laughs> Sean, GT Revised? GT Revised. I might have a chapter coming in the next few days. I might not. I hope I do, because it's been since, I think I put the last one up in June. So, All right, then. You can see why I'm not to the baby arc yet. Yeah, yeah well, you know, you and me, GT gets delayed. What can I say? Yeah. It's just kind of the curse of that series. All right, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Sean, we'll uh, check you soon. Thanks. And Jake will, well, you're, you're just, you're there. Whatever. I must return to my home planet now. All right, Mary, we're here. Show's over. Had a good time. I learned a lot today. Did you? I did. All right. Tell the uh, kids where can they find Kanzen Ashu. Well, if you type it into your browser, it is K-A-N-Z-E-N-S-H-U-U.com. We've got the main website. If you go there, you'll find everything. We have the link to the forum. We have our Facebook. We have our Twitter. We have a Google Plus, apparently. Heath's in charge of that one. I don't know. I guess like three people use it. It's there. This is like real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we have all that great stuff. Um I think there are more interviews coming to the site pretty soon. We did just add uh, the Ryo Horikawa and Mayumi Tanaka interviews from Tenkaichi Densetsu, which was uh, one of the TV guidebooks from 2004. There are so many more. Julian has worked like a workhorse, I suppose, uh, plowing through interviews over the last couple months. We have many more coming. I'm excited about that. In terms of podcast stuff, I don't know that we're going to have a show next week. We're probably going to take a week off. And then when we return to kick off the new year, we will have our look back at 2012. Check those predictions as we hang our heads in shame. And laugh. And laugh at ourselves and cry. (laughs) And then we will attempt to make new predictions for the uh, length of 2013. I don't know that we should even bother, but we've been doing it since 2005, I think, so... We'll continue doing it. So Konzenshu.com. This is episode 319. We will see you likely in two weeks for episode 320 with a yearly recap, yearly look forward. Mary, thank you for joining us. Good to be here. Good. So for you, for Jake, for Heath, for Julian, and also for our buddy Sean who joined us this week. My name is Mike Vegito EX. Have a lovely week, holiday, whatever it is you're doing, wherever it is you are, and check you again soon. 